Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl, and today we'll continue part two of the Bigfoot stories. Now, we might actually have to do a part three because, <laughs> as it turns out, I have actually have more stories than I actually anticipated. And, you know, um, one of the things I also wanted to do before I continue on with the stories is that um, some of y'all have uh, sent me have sent me some messages about uh, a TikTok. Um, there's a doctor who kind of is talking about the the foot the foot showing up in the sh- with the shoes on. Um, we've talked about this a couple of years ago about these uh, these foot and shoes showing up on the shores of Canada and Portland and the Washington area. And, you know, we all chalked it up to possibility of, well, I thought it would be the possibility of a serial killer with a foot fetish. And we kind of deep dived into that. And Hoffman discussed uh, briefly about the possibility of people, you know, drowning or injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, a possible, you know, foot becoming detached during... Um, some kind of uh, accident of some sort, whether it be of drowning or, you know, people jumping off cliffs into into water and stuff like that. And so, you know, we've discussed that and people just send me these messages. Hey, have you seen this TikTok or that TikTok? And I think it's awesome that, you know, are some of you guys actually remember that episode. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's something that we've we've talked about before. You know, some of you guys were, you know, hey, what do you think about this? Do you think it's a serial killer? And we died. We we, we did do a, a dive in it and, you know, the possibility is there, you know, the scientific, um, the scientific aspect of it, of the possibility that all these other things could be what's happening. It's also plausible. I highly doubt it. You know, so many feet washing up. I mean, come on, that's a lot of feet and shoe showing up. So I, you really got to look at the, at the vast information and the possibility and the odds of that just happening, especially in that area. I mean, we, again, it's an episode. You have to check it out. Um, it, it was early on, on, uh, in our episodes and, um, check us out on, on SoundCloud. And, um, but, um, to the stories of Bigfoot, you know, it, there's so many. I'm probably going to go through half of them right now. But uh, let's start with uh, one of the one of the top ones that that I know was right in Rhinebeck, New York, back in June 22nd, 2009. It was around 6:30 p.m. Now, a 19-year-old college student uh, was heading um, back home, you know, from uh, what I believe was some kind of rehearsal. Uh, of some of some kind of arts i don't know if it was singing or something like that uh, but according to the report you know he was driving on on the road and he swerved to avoid hitting some kind of object on the road which looked like it was a shopping bag with uh, some kind of cereal box and maybe a log now what he saw is he looked at these review mirrors to see what the hell did he almost hit. And as soon as he did that, he sees this big thing dart behind his vehicle, grab the bag, and take off. Now, this thing he said he saw, 
you know, he said something. It was definitely walking on, on two feet. He said it was definitely bigger than seven feet. Had a huge back, you know, and, and it was covered and what looked like black hair. He could see that it was some muscle definition, definitely had shoulders and arms. And he said the, the arms swung, you know, very extravagant, you know, and it was a big creature. He didn't know what it was. And it just took off and right, ran right into the woods. You know, he didn't know what to think of it. He, he was nervous. He was confused. It was a very unique encounter, as a lot of the people say that have had these type of encounters. And he just didn't know what to think of it. Now... And this is always something that a lot of the people who encounter a Bigfoot, you know, it's something that you just didn't expect. And so what could it have been? You know, do you think it's a Bigfoot? I mean, certainly it was definitely something, you know, something to be of that magnitude, that big, and then that amount of, you know, hair covered all over the body. Um, you know, it's definitely a possibility. Now, we skip to the, a different state. Now, in St. George, Utah, back in January 8th of 2008, it was around 1.30 a.m., and it was in the morning of. And we have a big rig driver who was hauling a load of Idaho potatoes back on I-15. Now, as he's passing on this uh, this road, He's on what looks like a some kind of incline. There's a lot of fog, you know, there's um, he has to be careful, you know, going through this area. And so as he's going through the road, he sees something along the area of glowing eyes. Now, he initially thought it was a deer. And so he switched onto his high beams to avoid hitting the deer and kind of like telling the deer to move the fuck out of the way. Now, he then sees this big thing stride along the fucking road now it was about 20 feet from him about six which is roughly six meters and he estimated that this thing took off running through the road now he looked that this thing was probably about eight to ten feet tall he wasn't sure maybe about 600 uh 600 to 700 pounds and he had a lot of black hair. He was very hairy, very gorilla-like. Now, he saw this thing approaching the truck, and he swerved so he wouldn't hit it. And he just took off. Fortunately, he was able to avoid causing a crash, and he gained control of his vehicle. But the driver will never forget this thing. He didn't know what it was, and the thing darted. Now, what could it be? What could this big, massive, you know, seven, eight-foot-tall thing, you know, 600-something pounds, 800 pounds, running through this area without n zero fear and, you know, avoid getting hit? You know, obviously, it was some kind of creature of some sort, you know, that was... And you got to really think about it. Utah. How many? There's no gorillas running around in Utah. So what? It only limits the possibility, right? Now, we go to Colorado, right? And Rifle. Back in September 1st of 2009, around 6.15 a.m., 
Now, this was about quarter past six when a woman was commuting to her job and she was feeling, you know, under a little under the weather, you know, having to go to work. And she was heading through this uh, through this road and she, you know, she's passing this through this area and she decides to pull her truck over and uh, she decides to get some fresh air, you know, which I mean, sometimes when you're driving long distances you want to stop by and get some fresh air and it's a good idea especially if you're driving to different distances and roads that could be unpredictable sometimes and you definitely don't want to drive when you're falling asleep or you're tired that's something that you definitely don't want to do and i strongly recommend for you guys to if you're feeling that way pull off to the side and and get some get some rest you know get some coffee you know stretch your feet get some fresh air and this is something that she did she got a little fresh air as she got out of the truck and she noticed some kind of movement in the meadows directly ahead of her now at first she thought it might be a bear so she was like oh snap it's gonna be this fucking bear coming out and then she sees what looks like this creature that just stood up and its arms just hung to its sides. So it definitely wasn't a bear. She knew, yeah, that's not a bear. This creature was huge, cinnamon-colored fur, and, you know, it just looked massive. These big arms that just hung on the side of its body and what it looked like, as she thought, that whatever this creature was had large breasts and she didn't know what it was doing but she she was scared and it just went into the woods and she didn't see it again but the fact that it's one one of those things that's so rare is that a sighting of a bigfoot where you know that hey that bigfoot that bigfoot has breasts that is a female bigfoot Okay, there's not a whole lot of sightings like that. That and when so these type of sightings of a female Bigfoot is somewhat rare um, in the community. Now we go on to Rockbridge, Ohio, of August tw- uh, August twenty ninth, two thousand eleven, around six six p.m. and it was around dusk. And a woman outside of her house, she was. You know, taking out her puppies, you know, to go to the restroom outside. And so she's, you know, out there and she's letting the dogs and she's watching the dogs, you know, do their business and keeping an eye on these puppies to make sure they don't wander off. And so she's keeping her eyes on these puppies, watching them do their business. And she hung out there for a bit. And so after a while, a few minutes pass, she starts to whistle at the puppies to come back inside. And so she goes out there, you know, whistling at the puppies, and she then hears that there's whistling, almost like an echo. You know, she whistles, there's a whistle again out into the woods. She whistles again, and it whistles back. And she thought, is it a parrot? What is it? Why is it? What's whistling back at me? She then hears these rustling, loud noises in the forest. She looked a little bit closer and she sees what looks like a very large hairy creature. She estimated this creature to be about eight, nine feet tall. She sees this creature gets up and walks back into the woods. Now, she obviously freaked out, but she saw that it was holding one of the branches 
and whatever the this branch was a big branch so she saw this branch go back in now she witnessed this thing she knew what she saw wasn't a bear now this individual is uh she's a a former hunter you know she used to hunt deer she, she does did a lot of outdoor works you know she knows her creatures she knows her large animals and she knew exactly that this thing wasn't a bear it obviously wasn't a bear so it was something else and this creature went back but the fact that whatever it was whistled back and her mimicking her whistle and watching this thing you know get back up one one other detail was that her her dog her adult dog came out at this time and started barking at the creature and that's when this thing decided to move out but you know if it wasn't for that, you know, she wouldn't have noticed that, hey, it's this thing and it's right there and it's this large animal. Um, and so, of course, she was very lucky that, you know, this Bigfoot or whatever it was didn't attack her or run at her, you know, because there's a lot of other stories where, you know, these creatures, these Bigfoot tend to throw rocks and logs and and you know just objects that they're able to grab and so you know she's lucky that her and her dogs didn't get attacked but you know it's one of those things like when you see it it, it you know from what everybody's been telling me from what why the stories that i've read you're shocked because you don't you don't expect to see that you don't expect to see something like that and it's it's very jarring and so you know these these stories are incredible to read because there's so many stories that happen around you know all over the United States. Um, one other story happened in Maryland, Oregon, October 23rd in 2010, around 7:15 a.m. It was a deer hunter who had parked his um, his uh, four wheeler off to the side of the road. And he wanted to go and slip into the darkness of the woods and kind of like get into his area to start picking up some deer. And so he went out and he heard this large animal walking around about roughly 10, 15 yards from him. Now, he decided to wait to see if the animal would come up. Now, somewhere around 15, 20 feet, he noticed that there was something moving about taking big strides you know he saw it or heard it actually take two strides and it was noticeably noisy um, of this thing taking the strides but one thing he noticed before this started to happen is that there was no noise right before that there was no noise now that this hunter clicked on his flashlight and so what he ended up seeing is something that stood up from the from the trees and it was something that was around seven to eight feet tall about roughly about 500 pounds very muscular dark fur long arms a hunched over posture now initially he thought it was a bear but then it was like you know he noticed the face was not that of a bear and these arms hung on the side of the body 
So he knew it was definitely not a bear. This creature then moved slowly down the hillside and within seconds, this thing just took off right through the woods. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to get his digital camera out that he, you know, he always thought that, you know, and it happens to everybody. You know, you think, hey, you know, I always have my phone with me. I always am able to take it out, bust it out and start taking pictures or videoing real quick. But it's not until when you're in the moment that you start hesitating, you fumble your phone, you're nervous, you know, things happen too too quickly and you miss this opportunity. And so this hunter saw that, hey, you know, he thought he would be in the moment and be able to take out his phone and take pictures. And because he knew that he thought that this thing couldn't exist. But then when he saw it, he was like, holy shit, this thing is real. I better take pictures because then no one's going to believe me. And that's kind of like, I mean, to be fair, I mean, that's like what everybody thinks, you know, these things don't exist. There's a lot of people that say that these things don't exist. They're not real. There's no way, you know, these things, you know, this is impossible. Here's the thing. Anybody in the science community, when it comes to zoology, knows that these things, there's a lot of creatures that are undiscovered. You know, we're discovering new creatures, whether it be in the sea, in the swamps, in the forests, in the jungles, you know, up in the mountains, in the deserts. There's always these new creatures being discovered. And so new, new species, new, new things out there. And it's not out of the realm that there's this thing that may or may not be, a, you know, some kind of creature of some sort or something else. I always leave the room for the possibility of something else. You know, you have to leave that room possibility. But I always find it funny that people who believe in UFOs and alien stuff don't. Some people, some of them, not all of them, tend to believe that Bigfoot isn't real. But I mean, what I understand is if you think aliens and UFOs are real, why wouldn't you think Bigfoot is real. And the same thing goes the other way around. There's people who think Bigfoot is definitely real, but they don't think that there's these grays out there or these UFOs or these orbs or this technology coming from outer space visiting our planet or interdimensional travelers or whatever it may be, which I always find is funny that there's people who don't believe that. But then you have this other corner, this other paranormal, the people who look into ghosts and demons and stuff like that. They tend to be a lot more open. They tend to think, you know, yeah, the possibility of UFOs and aliens. Yeah, that's definitely up there. Yeah, Bigfoot. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. So, you know, you got to leave room for all of that because, yeah, for there, you know, there is a few people that are like, well, you know, with ghosts, you can prove this and with demons and that and pictures and surveillance and cameras and this and that. But you gotta leave room for the possibility that these things are out there. These things are out there beyond our realm, beyond beyond our capability of human understanding. So it's it's definitely a possibility, and I don't uh, I I wouldn't take that away for anything. You know, one of the other stories that happened was around the Texas state. Now Texas, you know, a lot of the the sightings you you see it up of closer to Dallas and stuff like that. And uh, one story came out from back from 2008, where a traveler was going through one of the roads heading down to New Mexico. 
and saw this very large thing run across this road and he swears up and down that this thing was about eight feet tall 500 pounds dark fur maybe possibly brown black maybe not sure but it was a very large thing running across very gorilla like massive bigger than a bear and one of the very unique things about this story was that before he saw this and it's the reason why i mentioned the ufo stuff is that he saw some funny lights heading towards new mexico he saw some funny lights traveling up in the sky and he wasn't sure he kind of thought that there were ufos maybe he was sleeping and he was seeing things you know it's always a possibility that's always say man you need to get your rest you know make sure you get your rest for those long drives but the fact that he saw these orbs up in the sky as a possibility of maybe there's some connection there you know hoffman hoffman's eye and pandora and i we we've always talked about these things you know of connecting you know we've ever since we started doing these this podcast you know we've talked about the possibility of Pandora was really the first one to really kind of discuss it and, and throw it out there as a possibility. And, you know, we just ran with it and thought, yeah, it's it's very possible that some Bigfoot and UFOs have there's a connection there somewhere. You know, we've been talking about this for over the last four years. But even prior to that, you know, we've been talking about the possibility for the last decade. But, you know, it's it's very possible. You know, all these things are possible. Again, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Click like and follow, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Laters.